When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Tim. And today on the show, we have Taylor Pendleton. Hey, Taylor. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We're super excited to have you. Yeah, I'm honored. But before we get into all that, do you mind giving us a background on who you are and how you get into photography? Yeah, for sure. So I actually started my photography journey uh, back in high school. I went to an art school and I was actually uh. a dance major, but I had a ton of photography major friends and <laughs> um, I've always loved cameras ever since I was a little kid. I always was playing with my parents. Um, I took a lot of selfies as like a six year old. Um, yeah, before it was cool. So yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I just thought just the process of it was just so interesting, even so young. Um, so by the time I was in high school and had friends majoring in film photography where they had a dark room and they were developing all their own prints and stuff, mm. I, kind of like realized the magic of it, like what this little contraption really does. Um, and I'll never forget the day I got my first quotes, real camera, um, a little like starter kit Canon from Costco. Uh, it was like the best day of my life. And, <laughs> um, I just wore that thing to the ground. It took pictures of absolutely everything and it just became like my biggest hobby and, kind of the first thing I ever fell in love with. And I just played with it for years all through college. I went to school in Hawaii, so it was a really great place to photograph, wow. um, even though That's I did not know what I was doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, a lot of great subjects out there, a lot of great landscapes. So just played with it. And then right kind of towards the end of my college days, I was then living in Salt Lake City in the mountains. So yeah, I just kind of decided to go freelance on a whim somewhat. And I knew that it would force me to, to like get where I wanted to be as a photographer, mm. just because I'd never taken a class. I'd never been taught anything. Um, and in my learning years, learning on YouTube wasn't really a thing like it is now. So it was just more so playing with cameras and kind of figuring it out by trial and error, really. So yeah, I went freelance and that kind of propelled me forward and forced me to learn what I needed to learn. And I did that for about four, four and a half years. And then that ended up leading me into my current job as a filmmaker at Moment, where I also do some photography, of course. 
And uh, yeah, it's it's a wild ride. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. What kind of freelance stuff are you doing? Um, I yeah. In the beginning, it was like I will literally do anything. I will photograph like your cookies for your bakery. <laughs> um, anything, man. And then I I got a lot of like elopement clients. So I was on these like high adventure elopements, like hiking up rivers like up to my chest in Oregon with like my gear what? above my head oh. and they're like eloping under a waterfall so it turned into like adventure elopements which I was never expecting um it was a great money maker and it was nice not to photograph traditional weddings to be honest with you wow can I ask you yeah. a question about that yeah for sure would you get clients like on the fly like are you free Friday because we decided on Thursday we want to elope yes Wow, because when I was shooting weddings, I would sh I would book sometimes two years in advance. Oh yeah, I did none of that. <laughs> Absolutely not. It was like, hey, we're getting married next Tuesday. Like I realized that's you know not oh, far away so kind cool. of thing. Yeah. So it was just wow. super. I mean, it worked for me at the time. Like that lifestyle was was so great for me personally. That's how I wanted to work. I didn't want my life planned out years in advance, so it was great. <laughs> Because when I was shooting weddings, uh, I, when I decided to move to LA, I kind of had to fly yep. back east to finish them up. Um, man, I, I wish I had done elopements. It sounds mm. so fun. Yeah, and I didn't even really try. It just kind of turned into that. It just, I just, I think it was just the right people kind of like fell into my scope and it worked out. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know that existed until... Ben Heisch, yep. he does some YouTube stuff and he he's I mean, his stuff's killer, oh, too. Yeah. And like, it's just I, I didn't even realize that was a thing. And now hearing multiple people doing yeah. this, I'm just like, hmm, it totally. <laughs> what is. can I get into? Yeah, that seems more up your alley, Timothy. Yeah, I just I you won't catch me doing a wedding. Ever again. <laughs> <laughs> OK, maybe not. We all we all did at one point, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, funny yeah. you say that because I remember in photography school, uh, the teachers were all like, okay, who's everyone's going to, everybody raise your hand who's going to shoot weddings and nobody raised their hand. And then we were <laughs> no all, one. And then, yep. like, of course, like, okay, no, everybody raised their hand because you're going to be shooting weddings. <laughs> yep. It's true. It's true. It's a great way to like fund a photography business and then you can do side projects, you know, passion projects. Yeah. It works. It's super fun Definitely. too. I, I actually miss that part of my life. It is. You're surrounded by love every weekend. Oh, totally. I still have clients that booked me. We were strangers and now we're friends years later and we're talking all the time. And I mean, it really is a, a sweet career to have. I feel like I bonded with every single one of my couples. So were you shooting those on film or were you doing digital or a little bit of both? I was doing all digital that I was way too scared to shoot weddings on film because I'd played with film quite a bit, but I was so scared. I didn't even like advertise myself as a film photographer. Um, film at that point for me, this is a few years ago, was still very much like and my way to experiment. And yeah. Yeah kind of just have fun and do like weird double exposures and that kind of thing. Um, so I, I definitely stayed away with my professional paying clients. It wasn't up until probably about a year ago that I like really started taking film seriously and wanting to learn it and shooting it primarily 
uh, in my personal work. So mm. yeah, that's a new advancement. <laughs> we had Braden, Braden Flynn from Film Supply Club mm-hmm. on the show. And just thinking of doing those like high budget weddings, like all on film. And oh man, I would be very paranoid of, I mean, and all my faith and love and hope is in film. So right. like, I don't know why I'm so scared about it. You know, yeah. I know it's going to be awesome, but damn, if they're paying me that kind of money. I don't know. And being a film wedding photographer requires you to charge more. So it's like, yeah, yeah. It's even more money. <laughs> yeah. It, it really is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I could do it. I don't <laughs> think I could do Pretty it. Pretty wild. Yeah. When, when I was doing a lot of weddings, I had a, a friend, Jacqueline Hayward, who's a really amazing, like kind of ethereal film wedding photographer. Everything's very light and airy. And, I just remember every time she'd shoot a wedding, you know, those days or weeks that she's like waiting for the scans. Oh, man. I remember living out those days with her and just, woo, I was not jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Man. That's hysterical. (laughs) See, I... I, I'm like a firm, like I develop all my stuff at home. I mean, probably if I was doing weddings, I definitely would be sending that stuff yeah. out. But I don't I don't know the weight. I don't know that like right. the film sweats of like waiting for your files to come in. I need to do it. I just need to like suck it up and send some film off just to like have the experience of working with a lab. Yeah. I mean, especially because I get asked all the time from us doing this podcast, like what lab do you use? And it's like, do you listen to the podcast? <laughs> like, do you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it's it's funny. I I don't know. I just maybe I should. Maybe I should one of these days. So it's, it's a fun it's a fun experience to be absolutely yeah. petrified for a few days. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like Christmas when you exactly. get your scans. Like, this is the best day ever. Exactly. <laughs> it just puts you on a cortisol roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> so Taylor, how'd you start getting get you know, get into um filmmaking? When did that come about? That is a funny story. Um, I'd been doing freelance for four, four and a half years, like I said, and I'm the type of person that once I understand something and I've done it decently, uh, mm. I want something else. So I, I'm kind of one of those people that don't master anything because it's like I want to understand <laughs> it and do it well and then just like do something else. Yeah, yeah. So I was to the point where I was like, okay, I understand photography But these cameras also, you know, digital cameras that I'm working with, there's this video button that is very tempting and I know nothing about it. And movies are one of my biggest inspirations. And so I kind of just in my head started to think about how I could get into filmmaking, but it was so intimidating because there's just as as you guys know, it's just a whole different world, even though it's with the same machine. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I kind of took it as a challenge to figure out how to learn it uh, without, of course, film school and that kind of thing. And within like a month or two, my friend told me that this company moment who I never heard of was hiring for a filmmaker for their YouTube channel. I checked it out and I was like, okay, this Caleb guy and this Niles guy, these guys are weird, which I love. (laughs) And, uh, they're just running around and like shooting stuff and like drinking coffee. (laughs) Uh, Sounds like the dream. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) I could get behind that. But again, I had no, I, I didn't really even know the first thing about filmmaking, but man, I, I think back on those days and like, I was brave to apply for that job. 
I applied. I made a video that, you know, they do like project to hire. So you do a, you make a whole video, you have meetings with the team, that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, I'm proud of myself for absolutely not knowing anything and still just doing something. I probably was using the wrong frame rate, the wrong shutter speed. Honestly, the, the video now watching it back is not good, but (laughs) I think, well, I know my boss told me after I was hired that you can learn the technical stuff from us. Like we will teach you that very easily and very quickly. The learning curve at moment is quite steep. And they were like, we are willing to teach you all the technical stuff. Wow. That's amazing. We just like how you are on camera. And we like that you're hungry to learn filmmaking Mm. because the last person we want for this job is somebody who's been a filmmaker and is already over right. it and like right, burnt right, out. Right. <laughs> so they kind of liked that I didn't know much. It's um, a really smart way of looking at it. Yeah, it, yeah, it really yeah. was. And I learned later, much later, that there were like 300 something applicants. So it's oh, not wow. like, oh, shoot, we only have five people. Like, we guess we'll take this girl. So it was really kind of smart on their end. And I learned everything that I really could in the first six months that I actually moved up to Seattle to be with the boys in person. Uh, cause we are a remote company, so you can live wherever. Oh, cool. I was wondering about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We live all over the place. Um, <laughs> but they did ask if I could move to Seattle for the beginning, just to like basically have a hands-on filmmaking course with Caleb and Niles for six months, Dude, that's awesome. which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. we kind of packed it in and I mean, I'm still learning things. We all are right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they just kind of like got me on board really quick. And after that six months, you know, I could live wherever. So I've been on my own since. But yeah, it, it really was just like, oh, I wonder if I could do video. And then it was like, oh, I have a full time job as a filmmaker now. <laughs> wow. And I need to be. Guess I have yeah, to. I need to be like <laughs> yeah, making yeah. videos for real. Um, so that was two and a half years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wild. <laughs> so wh- where where are you located now? I am now in the Bay Area. Oh, cool. Yeah. I actually moved uh, here six days before we locked down. So ugh, I hear so many stories like that. Like, I just got here and I can't go anywhere now. It's horrible. <laughs> well, you'll love it once everything opens back yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, the Bay is beautiful. It really is. And that is one thing about this job with moment is it gets me outside into locations I wouldn't maybe just go to on a random Tuesday. Um, so just because of these videos, I've been able to go see a lot of really gorgeous locations even during lockdown. So it's been great. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It always looks like you guys are having a ton of fun oh, every yeah. time I watch your videos. I'm like, dude, that's, it's a party. <laughs> it it yeah. really is. And we love each other even more than it probably seems on the internet. Uh, it's, it's a special, special place to work. We're all very, very close knit. It's quite cool. I've, I've never had a job experience like this. That's wild. Yeah. Do you, do you miss being freelance at all? Or are you pretty happy to? I have days for sure. A lot of moments where I'm like, man, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. And, you know, I have days where I'm like, man, I, I remember when I was freelance and I'd have like three days of nothing. And yeah, yeah. I just like chill out and go on hikes and stuff. Yeah. Um, but of course that comes with like, uh, am I going to make rent this yeah. month? You know? Uh. So I have moments, but you know, working for a company and actually having like coworkers, that is mm-hmm. something that is very fun. 
I didn't realize that part of it. Cause I mean, I went from college to freelance, you know, so I hadn't really worked for like a real company yet like this. Uh, and so I don't know, having coworkers is pretty dang nice. Mm -hmm. I must say. I think about that all the time. Like, cause I, I mean, I was a restaurant manager, then COVID happened, kind of chilled on the restaurant job and not ever going back. So, um, it was time anyway, but now I'm like looking into things like what, like, what can I do? That's you need a creative job. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like looking into things that's not just so much photography. Cause like I I say it all the time, like I don't want to hate something that I'm so like completely passionate about like video and stuff. I could totally see that. And you know, I've audio editing and stuff. I love doing all that, but, um, my next door neighbor owns like an awesome screen printing business. Oof. And I'm just like, hmm, yes. Yeah. How about you take me over there and show me what you're doing? Oh, yes. And let's, let's start doing, you know, it's just life is too damn short. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I realized this year. Yeah. And if you, if you have the means and the way to try something new, I mean, it's, it's definitely worth giving it a try. And cause I love that. I love your story of like not really knowing yeah. filmmaking. You understand that the button's there right. and like if you point it at something, it's definitely going to record yep. that. But <laughs> I mean, having a photographer's eye too, yeah. like you definitely understand composition and all that other crap will come, you yep. know, and does come. And you, I don't know. I think when you're hungry for it, like you learn so much faster oh, yeah. and things are so much more exciting mm-hmm. and. Like, I love that. And that's like the best way to learn, too, is not you just kind of it's like the restaurant industry. I remember my first restaurant job, like being a short order cook and just kind of like being thrown in there. And they're like, chop up these carrots, these onions, throw (laughs) this there, put the steak on the grill. Now do this. And it's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And they're like, dude, in two weeks, you're going to be a pro at this. So just like, just go with it. And, you know, you mess up, you mess up, you whatever. And it's like, that's the best way to I couldn't even imagine going to school for something like that. I'd be so disappointed right? and be like this is taking forever to learn what i want to learn yep. yeah education by immersion that is yes yeah. that's yeah. exactly yeah. right that's i'm all about that <laughs> plus Man. you have to if you think about it that way you know we all start from a place of not knowing and then practice makes perfect yeah. it's a real thing yeah, it's, all you know? sure. it's, it's all it yeah. ever is whether you're in a classroom or not yep exactly so taylor are you doing any freelance on the side or you kind of just keeping it no kind of chilling it's really nice um kind of to bring up a point we've just made is sometimes it is hard to have a job that is also what you're passionate about yeah uh, yeah because it's like i'll shoot all day and then when i'm done with work sometimes the last thing i want to do is shoot right um i want to do something totally different so i struggle with that quite a bit um (laughs) but yeah, no freelance. If I am shooting outside of work, it's just like purely personal and purely just for my love for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't shoot film for work, obviously. So uh, that's I think that's what's keeping my personal work from my work work right now is I'm shooting film when it's for me yeah. and I'm yeah. shooting digital when it's for work. So I think that's sort of what's been uh, making me lean into film so much over the last year. Uh, is it keeps it separate from work. Mm. It makes it like special too. It totally does. Yeah. Slows me down. Like work, work is so fast um, and we're pumping things out just so quickly. Some of our turnaround times are like mind boggling to other people. I could imagine. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. Holy cow. So it's really nice to just like take a step away from that and and slow down. It's great. Yeah, it's it's really cool to see how much moment has come into the film world yeah. too. Like just I mean, I remember I mean you guys are still doing like the 
cell phone lenses and stuff like yep. that. And I was in love with that product. Mm-hmm. And then to see you guys kind of just like merge yeah. into selling instant cameras, selling film, like it just always makes me happy to see stuff like that because, you know, another person or another company pushing for this, yeah. like the longer it's going to be here totally. and kind of, I don't know, it sure me i don't want polaroid to go away i don't want kodak yeah. to go away like i will go away if that happens. <laughs> right. not to be all dramatic and stuff. <laughs> i'm done yeah. i especially love your guys uh holiday gift guide for oh yeah f- photographer and then it's like you're like here's some rolls of film yep. like, that's right <laughs> well, so i just had i was just gift giving is one of my favorite things mm. i dude same here really yeah i i don't know what it is i love giving a gift even if i barely know a person like how can i make this so personal and so thoughtful (laughs) that's Um, my fiance he's so good at it so it it's annoying because i'm like i can't compete yeah i can't compete (laughs) i I bought you this sweater i thought you'd like here's a robe (laughs) so i was i was giving a birthday gift just last month and me and my it was my partner's brother and we're just we're talking like what are we going to get him and Tyler, my partner's just like, the wheels are just turning and you just mm-hmm. can't figure it out. And I was like, he shoots film for fun. What are we even thinking? Hello. We just yeah. get him a bunch <laughs> of film. There's literally no better gift None. for a film photographer than rolls of film. Yep. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> and it's mm. so easy to buy. And it's really not that expensive. If you're just giving the film, they'll obviously develop it and scan yeah, it and yeah. that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. But it, it, it was like such a no brainer. And so I feel like my life changed forever. I'm like, oh yeah. And anybody who shoots film, even if they shoot a roll a year, that is literally the best thing I could ever gift that person. Mm, yeah. I even give my mom film. Do and you? She, you know, <laughs> she's just like, great. <laughs> she's like, I did this already when yeah. you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's hilarious. Oh man. I've been, uh, I've been getting some of my friends into, into film. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, like I had this like traveling film camera little project where I, anybody who was traveling, RIP traveling, yeah, um, I would give them the camera with roll of film and they've been like, can I borrow it again? I'm yeah. like, I'm going to get you your own little point and shoot <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to yeah. give you film. Totally. And like, yeah. Or even like, fun. obviously disposables are not very eco-friendly, but there are these reloadable ones now. Yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. Like that is such a great gift for somebody who doesn't shoot film, but might if you just hand them something you know exactly yeah it's a great little like entryway it really is and i feel like even the whole uh david dobrik he Mm -hmm. started the whole the 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 little disposable camera challenge or whatever it was that he was doing there for a while i'll tell you for for the longest time you'd go into like walmart or a grocery store or something they'd be completely sold out all the time and it was just like yeah i love it (laughs) good stocking stuffers right there all the kids are are bringing uh, disposables to prom again when yep. that was all we had. Yep. <laughs> wow, I remember that. Yep. It's cool again, guys. It really is. It's kind of crazy. Uh, so, Taylor, I wanted to kind of ask you an off-topic question, but yeah. hopefully we can, like, turn it into a photography-related thing somehow. But Great. Those, those playlists... Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I cannot yeah. believe that you know about that. Yeah, I, I just clicked on it in your, in your Instagram uh, Hell and yeah. I've been like, I was like, you know, it's playlist. I'm like, I'm sure there's going to be some songs I want to skip. No, totally. every song is like. <gasps> that is music to my ears. That is like. That is a good my feeling. Goal yeah. is like. So good. There will be nothing you want to skip in this. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, 
Wow. <laughs> you just made my whole day. Um, uh. I was honestly hoping you would ask me what my hobby outside of photography was so that I could say making playlists. Beautiful. So <laughs> that's great. Um, you did the work for me. Yeah, that is, I spend a lot of time doing that. I, I Sometimes like a sad amount. It takes over my life some days. Like I won't take my headphones off for like 10 hours on a Saturday and I take them off. I'm like, oh boy, I need to like take a break from, you know, my head starts to like swirl. Um, Cause I also listen to music very loudly, which is, mm-hmm. I, I'll admit not going to be good for me in 20 years. But yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, if you're not blasting your music, you know, what are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. Playlists. It's, it's literally like my, if I'm not, shooting photos i'm linking playlists probably it's amazing (laughs) i think it's just my way i mean as i told you i was a dancer Mm -hmm. so that makes you either you love music so you dance or you dance and then you learn to love music so i have a very Mm -hmm. tight relationship with music but i'm not a musician it's Mm. it's one of my like biggest regrets is not playing with instruments as as a kid or a teen and like really learning something in fact, two months ago, I bought a little starter electric guitar because I'm yes. like, hey, it's not too late. <laughs> never, never too late. Because I'm getting stuck and like, oh, I'm too old. I'm like, no, I'm 27. I'm not too old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess just curating playlists is my way to, it's like my love language towards music. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't take Good. dance classes anymore. It's just kind of, it's I don't know. It's like my musical expression. It's great. So, do you, do you would you say that like inspires you when you're shooting? Oh yeah. Like the music oh yeah. You're I have to? playlists yeah. for like while I'm shooting outdoors, or I have playlists for while I'm editing. Um, it very much is, and I think I mean all art to me is very mm-hmm. similar mm-hmm. in its most like basic form. Movement, you know, there's so many elements to every art form that kind of match up. So I definitely do find huge inspiration in in music for photos or in movies and music like there's just there's so many crossovers um so yeah i guess that's my long-winded way to say yes <laughs> mm, i love that because i'm i'm like a soundtrack guy mm. like i love soundtracks yeah. and like i <laughs> when i go out i I think it was like Zach when we had Zach Parks on the show. We were talking about I think his like listener yeah. question was something about like do you listen to music while you go mm. shoot? And there's always see I was a music well I guess I'm still a musician but I used to play a lot like back in the day not to be one of those guys but <laughs> I would play all the time and like I was just like you you know this is like before MP well I mean it was MP3s and all that stuff but it was before like all these big radio apps and stuff like that where you can just find any song you're looking for um i used to love that man going to the record store buying like seven inches or records and then making the mixtapes and giving them out to friends and they're like where did you hear this song because like when you do that when you give someone a song Uh, where it kind of is like their song you know it's there's nothing like that again it's my it's like a gift giving i love gift giving and i view my playlist as like here is some new music that I would love for you to hear and ideally you love. And then from that, because of these, you know, apps we have like Spotify that you can start a radio from a song, you're going to, your world is going to open up and it's like a gift. 
Some yeah, it's the best. That. It's it literally it's, it's new new music is hard to find, and I think Spotify yes. does a really good job of being like, try this. And totally. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Totally. I need to get on that Spotify. T- I'm like Apple Music, just because I'm lazy and it it's on my phone. Right. So I I think Spotify does a little bit of a better job. I agree. With, yeah, yeah, I I keep hearing yeah. that, and I I find it hard to kind of make playlists with Apple Music. Yes. It's it's a little it's cumbersome, confusing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's some work that I really don't have that extra time mm-hmm. for. So. Okay, Spotify I'll makes it very it. easy. Also, it's funny we're talking about this. All of these like 2020 Spotify wrapped things are happening right now that came out yesterday, yes, yes. everybody. Mm-hmm. And something new they did this year is they are making you like a personalized missed hits playlist. Ooh. So oh, it's, what? it's like a curated list of music that came out in 2020 that you haven't heard. Oh, wow. wow. And I listened to mine today, and my mind, like, exploded <laughs> right here at my desk. I was like, what? <laughs> um, so check that out. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. I got the email. Oh, yeah. To- There's some good stuff. See, I always feel left out when everybody's sharing their yeah. Spotify little awards <laughs> yeah. and stuff. I'm like... No. Yeah. It's like my pod, like our podcast is my only thing on Spotify just because I like check it out every once in a while on there to make sure it's working. So you and have stuff. Spotify. I do. I'm just, yeah. I got to I didn't know it was like that awesome. It's pretty but hearing, awesome. Yeah. You've compelled me to, to give it a go. And if you don't want to pay for it, you just have to deal with the ads. Yeah. Oh, I don't mind. I don't mind paying Apparently. for it if it's like if it's like if it's that because I yeah. I need to yeah. get. I mean, I I go in phases where which really bums me out where music isn't like right here anymore. You know, I'm just like busy doing other totally. stuff where I don't actually sit down and focus on things like that. And I even know there's ways to find music. I feel like they're a lot easier than they used to be. It. I just feel like it's even harder now because there's so many more options. Oh, totally. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have that much time. Like I need more, yeah. <laughs> I need more time. Yeah. yeah, where I was going with that whole thing before we did that was just that like I have a constant like soundtrack going on in my mm-hmm. head where you know, I can kind of listen to music for a second or two or a song and then just kind of go off of that. That's how I've been like shooting lately mm. is just kind of like jamming out to a song and then trying to use that as like inspiration mm. for mm-hmm. shoot. I, I don't know. It's just because when we did that with Zach, I, that's that's all I was thinking about was like because he was like, oh, well, you need to stay in the moment and all that stuff. And if you're listening to music, you could miss something. And I'm like damn it, now I'm missing things. And like, oh, <laughs> so, I don't know. I just love that, though, that you that's an option. You know, you can just kind of jam and oh, totally. see where it takes you. Sometimes it, it helps me actually be in the moment more if I have music in. I don't always shoot with music. Uh, it's definitely an exception if I'm mm-hmm. listening to music. Yeah. But when I am listening to music while shooting, it's very intentional. I like to do it in more crowded places. This is obviously pre-COVID speaking, but um, I actually really love it in like a city or just where there's lots of commotion. It helps me focus on like what I'm doing and not like getting distracted by every single sound. But I also see the flip side of like, no, you need to hear those sounds. You can hear what's going on around you in case you need to turn around to, I don't know, shoot whatever's happening behind you that you heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's definitely a flip side, but I've found it to be like quite calming just Mm because sometimes the commotion can be more distracting. For sure. But yeah, there's there's definitely a flip side to that. Put you in your zone. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of just like keeps me with like what I'm trying to to do you know exactly so taylor when yeah. when you do shoot film what what are you shooting what are your some of your favorite stocks and stuff like that <sighs> stocks or cameras or both or both let's do both okay 
Um, shooting a lot of Kodak Portra. Um, yep. Just really flexible and forgiving. Love that about Portra. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same. Really just can't go wrong. I slowly make my way through. So I have one camera that has Cine still loaded in it. And I'm slowly... Ooh like inching my way through that role, which I'm actually finding very fun because I've forgotten what I've shot. Oh, yeah. I'm the kind oh, of film best. shooter where it's like, shoot a role, get it developed, have the scan. Like, I am right, like, right, right. I want to see it. Even though there are a few painful days, I I, I don't <laughs> like kind of slowly make my way through roles. Like, if I'm shooting a role, I'm going to shoot the dang role. So, Cine still is fun for me to like, kind of just like creep through. So, yeah. I'm doing that with one camera right now it's i think it's 50d so that's what i take out on like you know high noon like yeah. daytime mm -hmm. walks or whatever um but yeah for the most part lots of kodak i really 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 love black and white i haven't shared a lot of black and white on uh like my instagram or anything but i'm having maybe you guys are the perfect people to be talking about this right now because i know <laughs> what you're gonna say um i have been having this feeling that I should do a year of black and white. Ooh. Ooh. Talk to him. He's the black okay. and white guy. Yeah. With your black and white <laughs> Zoom call Literally. right now. <laughs> um, that is something that I like feel just inside of me and I have no idea why. I think, I think taking color out of something, it just makes you rely more on composition and on mm -hmm. highlights and shadow. Like yeah. it just, it makes you shoot a little differently. It really does. Yeah. And so I feel this like deep desire to, to, to really like truly only shoot black and white for, for a, a whole year. year? Yes. I was going to do it for a month. Oh, I want to do it for a year. Wow. I don't know why. Maybe that's like way too long and way too <laughs> limiting because I'm sure there's going to be stuff that I want in color. Um, mm. or maybe I just need to loosen it up and. Sometimes I can shoot color, but there's something about like a long form project like that. Yeah. To just see that much time without color. I don't know. There's something about that. If you do it, it needs to be a book. Yeah. Like, like and no that's questions kind of asked. how I imagine it is like yeah. a book of like a, uh, uh, yeah, like a year of black and white. So I love me my like, you know, 400 T max. Like I yep. love like grainy and mm. like deep, dark black and white like gritty oh, black yeah. and white um mm. so yeah black and white i'm having like a whole thing with it right now <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny because i had that whole thing for the last like eight years really? i was just in this like i mean it was like an obsession and i feel like if you would say you do yeah. say you dedicate this year i i promise you you will learn so much about composition yes. And light. Yes. I mean, light is because you're. I mean, you're just down to whites, whites through gray yeah. to black. Yeah. You know, you only. It's so limited. But I just feel like it, if I wouldn't have done that, because here I am. It's the end of 2020. I'm shooting. All I'm shooting is color. I think I have one camera right now that has a roll of some Tri-X yeah. in it, or no, it's it's T-Max, and I. I don't even grab for right. it. I was the black and white mm. guy for like eight years. Mm. And now I'm finally just like, I, I feel like it's helped my color photography yeah. so much too. just yeah. shooting that. Because when I would sprinkle in that, you know, 
portrait role or whatever role in between shooting black and white, I would get so overwhelmed with, oh my, there's a red mailbox here that's ruining everything. So I'm not going to take the shot, you know, like it's, which is good to be picky like that because that's the whole point of like shooting film and all that stuff is to not take the shot that you don't need to take 800 times, you know, it's. What's funny when you, when you say that, like, because I think it was the opposite for you and I, like I shot a color forever, ever, ever. And I would like yeah, sprinkle yeah. in black and white here and there. But like when I'm shooting black and white, if I see something colorful, I'm like, right. Like I, well, I have black and white in here. Right. Like, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. beautiful flower wall, you know, like, mm-hmm. but flowers in black and white are cool too, you know? Right. So it's like literally, I think it's good to switch it up yep. because you're making yourself look at things differently. Yeah. You know, but I would, I, I think that's a really cool idea and yeah. like a, like a, like a personal, like, yeah. like not a project, mm-hmm. but like a challenge. It is. And yeah. I think you know? that's why I want to do it. I love giving myself boundaries to work within. Um, and that's the one I'm like feeling in my heart right now. Uh, Ooh, cool. Yeah. I, I, it's funny that you say that about like when you're shooting black and white and then you see something that would be perfect on color, you have that like heart wrenching feeling. Of, yeah. like, um, and I think that's why I've been scared to really like commit to this. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, yeah. <laughs> taking color out of out of something is obviously huge mm-hmm. um, and kind of scary. But I actually started playing with this idea um, a year ago. It's December. Yeah. So a year ago, I went to India and I Ooh. shot half of that trip only on black and white. Wow. And India wow. is the most colorful place on right. the planet. Yeah, it's right. Col- oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And that was like kind of my start of this is like, okay, I'm going to shoot half of this film black and white and basically like learn how to deal with that feeling of like, but I want to see the pink wall or like I want to see the, you know, the color of the fruit and that kind of thing. And those black and white India pictures are some of my favorite of all time. But that was my way to like start to like deal with that feeling because that feeling is so real. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. can be really hard to like deal with because if you're, yeah. you know, I mean, when you get like frustrated or disappointed, that can like really throw off kind of like creativity. Um, For sure, yeah. So, but I also think it's it's something to learn from. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling like that's gonna happen soon. Maybe that's like my 2021 thing. Yeah, you'll you'll have to keep us posted. I definitely will. Because it will be a book. I mean, I wouldn't do it for anything else. (laughs) It would have to be like a physical thing, I feel like. So, yeah, that would definitely be something I'll let you guys know about. (laughs) We'll promote it if if, when you do it, because that's like, (laughs) that would be my first book. I don't have a book. Oh, wow. I was just going to ask you, have you done any zines or anything like that before? Definitely want to. Just kind of like been like, oh, yeah, I'll do it one day. (laughs) Yeah. Just kind of waiting for one day to be here. Um but I think I do think the the year of black and white would start me on my my print journey, which is got, also a goal. Got the title. There you go. The year in black and white. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great title. <laughs> Heck yeah. So yeah, print is is something I'm hoping to get into. So I, I hope oh, yeah. that that gets me there. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I've never had that feeling of like, oh, I wish I had color i mean i i just like i don't know for the longest time like i was saying i just see black and white and it you're a true black and white photographer Ooh. yeah <laughs> but it's made me like hungry I, I i don't know if i said i don't know when i said this i think it was during our little developing session where i was i was feeling a little down about mm. it like about shooting black and white for so long like mm. that it was almost kind of like gimmicky like oh. 
I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's changed since then. Yeah. I think I was just having a bad day. Yeah. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun shooting color now, though. So it's, but it's different. It's different. I, I don't know. I didn't realize how different it would like really be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is. It, yeah. It's a completely yeah. different mindset, which is, again, it's just like a challenge, basically. Yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking like if maybe if, you say you take your your film and you you shoot the 35 or the you know medium format or whatever of this black and white year maybe you could take like polaroid photos in color right. or something yeah, to yeah, complement yeah. like or feed that need something to fill that yeah or it, even like cell phone totally. shots you can try to get just get that fix that you yeah. need to, <laughs> to make it to okay have a color to, version. Yeah. if it's yeah, like that yeah, yeah. good enough and it needs to be yeah on color yeah shoot digital or I like that idea of shooting mm-hmm. a Polaroid. That's cool. Yeah, I just feel because I I'm obsessed with Polaroid, and I feel like I even when it's freezing cold outside, I'm like still trying to make it work. <laughs> I'm like, come on! <laughs> I love it. So Taylor, can I ask you? You may not be able to tell us, yeah. but do is Moment going to be moving more into the analog world? And oh, the yeah. classes are, are wonderful, but oh yeah, we'd love to see see more of that, especially from a big company like that. Like we're, Timothy already said, like right. getting it out to the younger crowd is yeah. just going to help it stay relevant. Totally, absolutely, one hundred percent. Kind of jumping into the world this year was one of our big goals. We have a lot of film nerds at moment, like OG film nerds. Yeah, um, and so it's been being pushed for like internally for years. I bet. Yeah. Um, That's good to hear. So it's a very good year for all of us employees who were like dying for this for so long. And yeah, we're, we're totally planning on leaning into that and diving further. The film lessons have been really helping a lot of people. I actually just watched Joe's. I was there when we shot Willem's, which was so informed. That kid is so technical. I know. And has so much knowledge is like mind blowing. Um, so those have been really cool. Obviously we're selling film and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, we're hoping to just like keep diving into that and keep leaning in. I mean, it's, it's being picked up by so many new people. Just Mm -hmm. film in general is being picked up. I mean, um, and there is definitely somewhat of like a gap in education. It's like, where do you mm. learn film mm-hmm. photography at this point? Of course, YouTube and that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, cameras, the whole the whole thing. It's we're, great. We're going full Yay. force. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's so, so good. exciting. Yeah. I'm so happy. Yeah. It's like the coolest thing to happen in 2020 for us, for sure. Yeah. Sweet. We'll be right back with a listener question for Taylor right after this message from our sponsor. Support for Analog Talk comes from Polaroid. Use the promo code ANALOGTALK10 on your first purchase on film at Polaroid.com. Hey, just wanted to pop in quick and let you guys know that the third Wednesday of every month, Chris and I are going to be doing Patreon developing sessions. So it's kind of just like a Zoom hangout and it's Chris and I developing some film. We just had our first one this previous week. It went awesome. Thanks again, guys, for joining us. If you'd like some more information on that, it's going to be over at patreon.com slash analog talk. And we have a bunch of other stuff over there. Check it out and enjoy the rest of the show, guys. All right, guys, this is part of the show where we take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's question comes from Rupish. 
and he would like to know, why is film all of a sudden on a rise? Seeing lots of people using film or film filters in their photos. That has been something I think about often. Like, why Mm. is this happening? Um, (laughs) Because a lot of people shooting film weren't even photographers. Yeah. Um, Like, Mm. you'll see, like, fashion bloggers shooting on, like, contacts. And it's like, what? Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that just as far as, you know, my limited perspective of trends, I think it kind of coincides with, like, fashion trends Um, music trends. We're all sort of like looking back and finding inspiration from the past. You know, it used to be in the fashion world, it was like skinny jeans and now we're back into the 90s baggy jeans, Mm -hmm. you know? So um, I think fashion wise, we're going back. And I know like a lot of people in my generation listen to more old music than they do new music. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so I think film is just one of those things that was really, really cool back in the day. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know how like we realized that again, like collectively. It's really quite interesting. Me, of course, as a photographer, having shot film even through like the dead days of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sort of, yeah, why is everyone catching on to this now? Yeah. But I think in a lot of ways, we're just kind of taking all the trendy things of like the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s yeah. and bringing it back. And it really has like really come back, I feel like. Because when I, I learned on film in high school and photography school, and then that was right at, right at the era where people were like, well, you got to get a digital. You got to yes. shoot digital. Digital is what you need yes. to do. And I sold my film cameras and I'm super bummed about it now. But then I, I got back into it around 2011, I think. Mm. And that was kind of when other photographers were picking it back up. Yep. And it was like still like cool to do in in like professionally. Yes. And so like, like in, the, in the community. Niche. Yeah. Yeah. But now I see like young kids oh, yeah. walking around and I'm always like, hey, nice camera. Yeah. Like, and then they're like, oh, yeah. And then everybody's there. Everybody's so excited about it still. Yeah. I just think it's wonderful. I don't know why, but I'm just happy it's happening. Same. <laughs> it, it is. It is wild, though. Like just saying that, like just going through like my YouTube, you know, I sit and watch a bunch of YouTube and stuff like that. And even people that aren't photography related at all. Yeah. They're just like, oh, and here's my dad's old A1. Yeah. And I started shooting film yeah. again. Like it's 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 wild. I was watching some guy who does a camping, like he does like camping vlogs. He's like a log cabin dude. And he's just like, and I broke out my film camera again. I'm just like, dude. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm not mad about it. That's for sure. No. No. Well, that was a good question and great answer. Yeah, good Thanks. answer. I, I never, I, w- I would have never thought of it looking at it that mm-hmm. way. But it is, it, it's pretty cool because it's like retro and retro is always, yeah. it's always it, in. It really is. It is so true. Yeah, I went out and bought the record player and the records too. Oh, yeah. So, you know? yeah. <laughs> all like all things analog. I think, yes. I think mm-hmm. just living in such a fast paced kind of instant gratification world, there has to be, you know, parts of us deep down that want to slow down and have like the real thing like listening to music on a record and like hearing the crackles and like it's so much different than just like putting spotify up on your smart tv um just like it's so much different you know winding film and hearing Mm -hmm. a shutter 
uh, than like pressing a button on an iPhone. That's, it's like, makes me hopeful that like collectively we sort of are looking back and wanting those slowed down versions of everything. It's like the real stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I still, I, I prefer books over a Kindle. Right. But, right. But then I like, but then there's some times where I'm like, well, I'm by the pool. It's going to be sunny. I'll bring yeah. my Kindle. You know, it's there's like a time everything has it. Exactly. I just love that it's tangible. Yes. Yeah. That's the last thing I'll say. And it's like, it always scares me because I've had like little digital point and shoots back in the mm-hmm. day and I couldn't tell you where no. those pictures yeah. were. Right. They were and, on Facebook, I mean, but I don't <laughs> Yeah, I don't know now. <laughs> thankfully, they were on MySpace. thankfully, like yeah, MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> thankfully, like iCloud's available, where yeah. it just like transfers yeah, yeah, all yeah. your stuff from phone to mm-hmm. phone. And but because I'd be lost without that, I'd lose so many damn photos. But true. Yeah, great answer. Great cool. answer. I love that question. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. All right, so this is the two-part toughie that uh, we ask every guest. <laughs> it's uh, the uh, the first part of the the question is your desert island camera, like Oof. the one. camera camera you can't live without like it's your it's your ride or die this is assuming the desert island there is a lab yes oh yeah of course it's everything the whole the whole nine (laughs) and the lab is free yep yes of course Mm -hmm. um we worked out a deal with amazing (laughs) can't wait to get there um (laughs) i would say right now at this very moment it's my texas leica it's the fuji gsw 690 Mm. um humongous just absolutely clunky as ever and Mm -hmm. fully mechanical which is probably why i would choose that can't fail me right nope that is sort of my like buddy right now i'm sure my answer would be completely different in a year yep it always changes that's okay maybe even a day exactly maybe even tomorrow (laughs) um but right now yeah my my fuji is sort of my my like the one that I like would cuddle at night. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Yeah, that's a, a great that's camera. One on my list that I wish I never would have gotten rid of. I mean, you can't beat eight shots. Oh, too. it's like, unreal. Just, that's why yeah. I'm like, is this lab free? Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know the charge of the same amount. No matter, you should be like, hey, there's only eight frames on here. Yeah, like, you cut me a deal. <laughs> just wanted to let you know <laughs> that part. That has been a huge adjustment. I'm like, oh. Roll's done. Okay. Yeah. It's over before yep. you know it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Second part. All right. Second part is it's the, we, we call it the white whale camera. Is there something that you've, you know, had your eye on, you've always always wanted to try that you, you haven't had a chance to own or mess around with? Yes. That would be um, <laughs> yes. so easy. Um, mm-hmm. It's sort of a toss up between the RZ and the RB, but the mm-hmm. Mumia 6-7 it's just one that I like can't stop thinking about and I really want to (laughs) um but I just I I've played with like a Pentax 6-7 uh I know I'm gonna buy one in the future but (laughs) you know I've the Mamiya I don't know for some reason it just like it like it haunts me yeah it looks like such a fun camera it does just because it's like that big old negative. Dude, and all, yeah. you, all you have to do is turn the back. Yeah. You don't have to do yeah. like any crazy. Yeah. You know, it's a toss up. The, the RZ and the RB, obviously there are huge differences, but I love the idea of like a fully mechanical, just the idea of nothing electronic, you know, being yeah. able to fail me is so nice. That's why I yeah, love that's, the Fuji. I just picked up a Leica yeah. M4 
I mean, I have so much to say about that camera. Yeah. We'll save that for another episode. <laughs> yeah. But just the fact that I know it's never going to die. It's never yeah. going to not work. I don't, yeah, I don't ever have feeling. to worry about, oh, I'm in the field and like the battery died. Yeah. Or, you know, like it's just going to work all the time. It's, it's the like best. the craziest thing ever. That was like such a new experience for me when I got the Fuji. It was my first fully mechanical and was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I right? want all my cameras to be fully mechanical. Right. <laughs> right. This is yeah. brilliant. So, yeah, I would say that's kind of my white whale right now. Cool. Great. Wow. Great answer. That's great. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully next time I talk to you guys, it's just sitting next to me. Yes, you'll be like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We should follow up with our past you guests. You should. Yeah, we need to. That's <laughs> that would be really cool, actually. Did you get your white whale? Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, Taylor, this has been phenomenal. Yeah, I'm just, we're, we're honored to have you. Can you tell everybody where to check you out? And then, of course, the Moment Stuff, too. Yeah, of course. Um, so all Moment Stuff is just Moment, M-O-M-E-N-T, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all the things. And then my personal stuff, I'm going under the dandelion right now. So my Instagram is the dandelion without the A and dandy. And that's also me on Spotify, but all my Spotify stuff is linked. Um, it's linked. Check out. It's guys. linked. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> Favorite that playlist. I'm telling uh, you. I love it. I love it. I love it. More coming soon. Cool. Always. Timothy, where are you? Guys, head over to Instagram. It's at Timothy Makeups. I also make film photography-related YouTube videos. Easiest way to find that is go to the search bar. Just type in Timothy Makeups. That's it for me. Chris, where are you? We are Analog Talk Pod on Twitter, Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram. I'm Crispy Photo on all the things, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And yes, that's it. I do want to say real quick, thank you to everybody who signed up to our 4x6 print exchange. We had over yeah, 100 thanks, people guys. from all over the world. And we're excited for that. So thank you. Taylor, awesome. this is great. Thank you, <laughs> thank guys. You, again. you guys are the best. Bye. Bye. First off, Chris and I want to thank Taylor for carving out some time and coming on this show. We love chatting with you. We loved hearing about Moment and your personal photography and, you know, how you got to where you are today. What a good time. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk for even a buck. You can get the show two days early. We also have a bunch of other stuff over there. Patreon after shows, Patreon only specials. And Chris and I are also doing a develop with us tier. It's the third Wednesday of every month. We're going to be developing some film. You guys can hop in. It'll be a Zoom call. It'll be a lot of fun. Head over there. Check it out. See if there's anything that sparks your interest. And for all the Patreons who already helped support the show, guys, we do not know what we would do without you. I say that every week and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. You guys are the best. Oh, I always forget. Our Patreons also get access to our Patreon-only Discord. It's a fun place. We're there all the time. We're having great conversations. We're sharing work. We're sharing, you know, white whales. We're sharing all kinds of stuff. It's a fun little group. So that is also a Patreon-exclusive perk. So again, it's patreon.com slash analog talk. And until next week, Chris and I will see you then. Keep shooting, and yeah, later, guys.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.